Welcome to another episode of the Grace Over Grind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lacey C. Robbins of Robbins Nest Consulting, founder of the Everyday Business Conference, consultant to small and mid-sized businesses, and coach to women who are ready to use their knowledge, background, and expertise to build a platform and make more money. Welcome back, ladies. We are here for another episode, another edition, another moment of the life at the table. You know, I'm so excited that we continue to have the chance to meet so many dynamic women. It is summer loving all for July. That's what we're focused on, all about our personal development. So you know I'm so excited to be able to have Joyce Gilmer here today. She is a personal development coach. Her business is Empowered Living. And ladies, if you haven't already, you got to make sure you grab your, your notebook, your pencil, your journal. I tell you all the time because she is known as the Dream Activate her. And so this being the case, you want to make sure that you are ready to rock and roll. Joyce, welcome today. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, yes. And so let's jump into this. I have my everyday business five, which are our warm up questions, a way for my audience to get to know you a little bit better um, before we really delve deep into this interview on today. So number one, coffee or tea? Tea, absolutely tea. Nice. Hot tea, echinacea tea, mint Ooh. tea, green tea, tea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love tea. I love it. I love it. Number two, where did you grow up and where do you live now? I actually, I grew up in sunny California. I was there for 40 years, four mm-hmm. zero. Um, and now I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And so number three, book or e-reader? book absolutely i love touching books and i love highlighting and you know noting what resonates with me in the in the text so i love an actual book nice very nice and where would you like to visit but haven't quite made it just yet aruba Ooh, yeah, I really want to go lovely. to Aruba. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, that sounds amazing. I know I love a a, a nice beach myself and those crystal clear waters. Yes, yes I'm me up. Got for the that. vision. Yes. <laughs> Number five. What's a piece of advice given to you from a mentor that you still live by today? I would say my mentor first of all is my mom, and oh. the one thing that she always taught me was to kill him with kindness. And that you can always be sweet, even if someone else is sour. So that just has always stuck with me. And I really try to live my life and my business by that mantra. I really like that. My mother-in-law, she often will say it costs nothing to be kind. Yeah. And I really think, especially in the time we're living in now, um, you know, it, we need more of that. We need more of that spreading of the kindness. So personal development coach becoming a dream activate her can you, you know, give us a little bit of background? Like, how did you get here? What, what was your track? So actually, I started out in um, financial industry. I was actually a branch manager for a credit union. Um, I did that for like seven years. Um, and I also did ministry at the same time, kind of simultaneously ended up, you know, traveling to speak in ministry and then ultimately getting married to my husband and actually pastoring for a number of years. Oh, 
on the West Coast. Okay. Um, and so that's servant-oriented, joy is helping people, empowering people. Um, but I begin to see um, a challenge with it in the sense that people often have the emotional breakthroughs, um, but the practical component of how to walk things out after you cried mm. or after you had that moment was a huge missing component that I began to see. Yeah. Um, and as a result of that, I started looking for other ways to give people the how, because I feel like that's the component that's missing. Mm -hmm. we, we tell people what to do. We don't want to tell them how to do it. <laughs> yeah. So they stay in the same place. And so once I discovered that, I began to look at ways to increase my own capacity and to um, identify my own skill set that would partner well with what I've already had been doing. And coaching really became it. Coaching and consulting really became it. So I became certified first as a certified professional coach. Um, and then now a certified Christian life coach and now actual coach trainer, because the more you do, the more you realize you can do and the more your niche is narrowed and becomes laser focused. So now I'm clear about my audience. I'm clear about who I actually help. And so, um, that's how I ended up here in the coaching in industry, because now I was able to give them the teal, I'm sorry, the tips and the tools to walk out what they did want to do, how to move them from where they are to where they want to be. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. So, you know, I think it's really um, one of the things I heard you say was like you took the time you, you saw the landscape and you were observant so that you knew, OK, here's an area that I could better assist or go deeper in assisting um, because there were so many things like people like your point of, you know, the how. Right. Yeah. I always often say when you know your your why, the what makes sense. Yes, so, absolutely. you know, if they're trying to figure out their how, um, that having that guide is really, really powerful. So, you know, when someone, if, if they were to come to you, a lady who's listening now and they're ready to start to figure out their how, like, what do you do? How do you go about supporting them? So one of the things that I do, and I recommend Holly, really for anyone to do this or try this, if you're thinking about um, moving from where you are to where you believe you're supposed to be, you have an idea of where you're supposed to go. Um, it's like taking a trip anywhere. You know, you say you want to go, like I mentioned Aruba earlier. I'm not just going to land in Aruba. I have to figure out how I'm going to get there. Having the desire is great. Imagining wonderful beaches is great. Um, but that just stays in the headspace. So the first thing I ask a person is identify where is your dream? Because identifying where it is will tell you where to start navigating the dream at what point and how fast you should go how slow you should go so here's what i mean by that mm -hmm. if i ask you where you where is your dream and i say it's in one of three places it, with everybody no matter who you are your dream is in one of three places it's either in your head in your heart or in your hands mm. if it's in your head space you just think about it every day oh one day i'm gonna be great one day i'm gonna start my business one day that's the <laughs> head space you dream about it you fantasize about it you think about it but you don't really do anything about it. So mm -hmm. it's in the headspace. It stays in the penthouse level, looking down at everybody else, right? Right. Oh, <laughs> wow. The, I'm sorry. No. It's in the heart space mm -hmm. where you just are so emotional about it and you just feel it. Oh, I just feel one day I'm going to just be so, what I just, you know, it's all emotions yeah. about your dream, right? Or it's in the hand space, the place of doing something about it, typing on the computer and researching what a business name might look like, mm -hmm. begin to see the demographic, the area, the size, the shape, the color, the name that's in the hand space, the doing place. So depending on where your dream is, that will indicate where you need to start. If it's in the head space, you got to move it on down to the heart space, move okay. it on down to the hand space. So they all begin to work together. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, that totally makes sense. So now ladies, you know, think about that for yourself, especially if you're in your journal, um, you know, think about that dream that you have. Uh, is it promotion? Is it a marriage? Is it creating a family? Is it developing more wealth for yourself? Is it in uh, maybe development of a new business or expanding the business you're already in? So head, heart, or hand, where is it? And then moving it down into right. that next section of uh, your journey so that you can get it into your hands. Because what I hear you saying, Joyce, is like, we really want to get it into our hands because that means we're doing it. We're Absolutely. Forward. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. And to talk about how to do that, right? So there is this whole idea of assessing mm-hmm. a dream because mm-hmm. every dream, idea, vision needs to go through an assessment process. Mm-hmm. Meaning you need to ask yourself some assessment questions, mm-hmm. not just what is my dream? I want to write a book. I want to start a business. I want to start a daycare. That's what is the dream, but ask some assessment questions so that you can get clear about your dream. Yeah. If you're not clear about it, you'll get anxious about it. You'll think you have to hurry up and get it done. And then you get out of your peace zone with it. You start getting anxious zone and then maybe frustration zone doesn't happen as fast as you want it to. Right. Mm. So all these things work together. So you want to take your dream, your idea, your vision through an assessment. And so here's, I'm going to give you just a few questions you can ask. There are assessment yeah. questions you can ask yourself to begin to navigate from the head space to the heart space to the hand space. Okay. Nice. Okay. I'm so, ready. I have my note paper. Ready? I, ready, so I don't know about so, y'all, but I'm going to get this. For me. <laughs> you have these, you have this dream. You're going to ask yourself, um, not only what is my dream, but who is my dream going to help? Mm-hmm. Who will it help? Once it's in full fruition and full flow, established, launched, written, who mm-hmm. is my dream going to help? Nice. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Why? Why do I want to do, why do I want to fulfill this dream? Mm. Like you mentioned earlier, you need to understand why you want to do it. And it needs to be your why. It cannot be mom's why, dad's why, sister's why. Mm -hmm. It has to be your why because you have to take ownership of your dream. I think that a lot of people are trying to fulfill someone else's dream. Ooh, oh, let's pause right there, Joyce, because I think that is so true. You know, um, oftentimes we can live in a space of expectancy. Uh, so basically someone mm-hmm. else's goals, someone else's dreams have been placed upon us yes. as the daughter, the child, the spouse. And so we then aren't able to be in our authentic self. Right. Mm-hmm. And because, and then we also are trying to live up to that expectation. And, you know, I hate to say it, but oftentimes we're never going to meet it. Right. Um, because, because mentally our capacity doesn't allow us to. Now we may even, you might have that parent or that spouse or that boss who's telling you, oh, I think you're doing a great job. But one of the areas um, when I'm teaching women um, all about how to achieve more by doing less is that space of overcompensating that can actually be a pitfall for women leaders Absolutely, because we think, Oh, if I keep doing one more thing, I'm going to achieve whatever that expectation is. And so it ends up hurting us. So that's even more of a reason why you have to know your why 
Okay. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I just had to Absolutely pull that important. out. <laughs> so, so I, I mentioned earlier about um, who is who is my dream going to help. Another way of saying that is what is my target audience. You know, we've heard the language before. So when you're asking what is my target audience, of course we ask the questions. What are or what is or what are my target audiences' pain points? What are their frustrations? What are their needs? Mm -hmm. And it's important to know what they are mm -hmm. because that leads you to the second question or the next question. What skill sets do yeah. I have to bring solutions to those needs, those frustrations, mm -hmm. those problems? Mm -hmm. If I write a list of needs and frustrations from an identified audience and I don't have the skill set, yeah. Like, don't call me to stitch you up, to cut you, to give you surgery. <laughs> right. Out of my, out of my zone completely. Right. <laughs> out right. of my lane. I, first of all, I'm afraid it makes me queasy to do yes. that kind of thing. And so this is why it has to be your dream. Mm -hmm. So if my mom had a dream for me to be a doctor or a nurse, but I don't like needles, I don't want to do any of that stuff. That's probably not my dream. I can try to fill my mom's vision. And at some point I'm going to hit a wall and not, and be frustrated because it's mm -hmm. not my dream. Right. Yeah. That's, That's why it has point. to be what you are called in purpose to do. Mm -hmm. But your skill set, your gifts, your talents, your, your certifications, your degrees align with mm -hmm. to help you be the solution to someone's problem. Because at the end of the day, we all have an answer and we all are an answer for someone else's problems. Ooh, that's good. I strongly believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that we don't always identify that. Mm -hmm. But every day of your life, someone is, is pulling on you for an answer. Just think about it. Think about your boss on your job, the girlfriend that keeps calling you. What does she continue asking you about? Right. Mm. Those are clues for the dream. Yeah. Those yeah. are clues as to what you should be answering in the world. Mm -hmm. What kind of questions are being asked of you? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's so, a new one. That's yeah. <laughs> so you, you bring up a, a really good point about like, if I, if I don't even know what my dream is yet. So maybe we go back a little bit. If I don't even know what my dream is and I'm trying to just discover my dream, yeah. what I hear you saying is to continue to be observant around me, to think about what people are asking me, how else can I start to discover what my dream might be? Because I, you know, it's funny, I talk to women sometimes, um, granted, there are a few fellows that listen to the podcast as well, but I talk to women sometimes and there is this, you know, I know I'm called for something greater. I know I'm supposed to be doing more with my life, but I have no idea where to begin. Yeah. So I do this with all of, almost every client, no matter why they're coming to me. Sometimes I think they're coming for a website they go through an assessment first. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> because people don't really know what they want. They, they think that they're clear, but they're not really clear. And you have me going one direction and later down the road, they want to change. Mm -hmm. That's because we didn't assess from the beginning. Okay. So I think assessing your why, your what, your who is your audience, what am I, like those things will really help bring clarity as to what your starting point should be. So maybe mm -hmm. you're just at the clarity component. Maybe you're just at the clarity phase. Okay. I should just get clear about what my dream is, who I'm supposed to help. Yeah. So once you get beyond that, all right, then what other questions do you need to ask? I'm a coach, so I'm going to always say, ask more questions. If you're not clear yet, you need to ask more questions. That's mm -hmm. the reality of what it is, because questions lead to answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They do, okay. absolutely do. So yeah. asking what their frustrations are of your audience. I wanted to also say that when you're thinking about what is my purpose, and I'm supposed to be doing something greater, honestly, you know your purpose already, and I'll say that very carefully. Okay. But I want you to think about, you can go back to your childhood. You can think about 
your natural gifts and talents, your dream is most always going to be closely aligned with number one, your core values, mm-hmm. um, your convictions, yes, your skill set, your gifts, your talents. When I think about even a child being, even a child playing, I was always the child that was for the underdog. Mm. I was always the one that was trying to encourage people when they didn't get picked on the, on to be on the baseball team. You know, we used to divide and you would pick one, two, oh, one, yeah. uh-huh. one, two, three, <laughs> uh-huh. and that last person would be there like this, please pick me. Right. I would be the person to go to that person and be like, be on my team. Mm. I've always been that. So there were clues in my life's journey all along that was telling me I was called to coach. I was called to encourage. I was called to empower. I That's was called good. to equip. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was coaching and consulting. I didn't know, you know, packaged in ministry, but I had clues all along. So pay attention to the clues in your life. The other thing is uh, core values. You know, what, what, what sits at the core of your belief system? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it integrity? Is it faith? Is it money? Yeah. Because if you're not clear about your core values, then when other opportunities come outside of what your purpose to do show up, you'll go do that thing. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you an example. I know that my, one of my core values is family. Yes. So you really can't pay me enough money to be gone 364 days of the year Yes. and not see my family. Mm-hmm. But if I was not clear that my core is family, I think my, my core value is money. I'm going to chase the money and do my, my core value of family a disservice. Mm. So it has to partner. It has to be very clear what your core is because that's the connector. That's the center. That's right. the nucleus right. of you or it should be. Right. Of whatever dream, vision, and it could be an individual product, even yeah. your book, the book that you write should mm-hmm. align with your core. Mm-hmm. I the agree. You launch. Everything should align with your core value. So what is your core? I think that's a great starting point. Does that make sense when I say Oh that? my gosh. Yeah. And, and just, re- you know, um, just reflecting for myself personally, when I think about my core values, um, it's, it really starting Robin's Nest Consulting, it came out of me being a connector. Mm. I've had so many, uh, even to this day, I'm like known in our community. If you need to know about anything, like I've even received DMs on, Hey, do you know a wedding venue? Do you know, you know, and I, and I'm like, as a matter of fact, I do. And so, um, you know, when you become known for something so specific, um, being a connector. So even when I'm coaching and, and consulting with businesses, my whole process, my whole thought, I'm like, who else do I know? Because I'm only going to be able to take you so far, right? And so who do I know who, once I take you to this step in your journey, I can like basically relay you, tag you off, and they can take you the next step in your journey. I think it's a real disservice to our clients um, when we can be in a place of ego and yeah. think, oh, well, they just need to work with me, or I'm the only one who can serve them, or I'm the only one who can help them. And so for me, like a core value is definitely being a connector. And um, because, and part of this may have been, you know, being raised an only child, but um, really knowing like no person is an island. Right? Not. It goes yeah. beyond just yourself. And since it goes beyond just yourself, um, you know, you want to be able to bring others in. And then also, 
you know, my whole premise of with working with women, uh, when the tide rolls in, all boats lift. So we're all in this together. You know, Absolutely. it's not just one that. person. Yeah, it's not just one person. So, you know, when you've been on this journey and you are working with various people, um, you know, what's something that you wish you knew then that you know now? Hey ladies, have you ever wondered what would it take to get your next promotion? Please allow me to introduce you to my new mini course, Power Your Promotion Faster, a signature system. In this mini course, I'm sharing with you not only how to get the promotion without asking for it, how I actually secured my last two promotions, and what to do if you still have to interview for it with my signature formula on the Q&A response. Yep, and we'll even close it out on what you need to ask when the promotion comes. If you're ready to power your promotion faster, be sure to visit the link in my bio and in the show notes so that you can get started on today. Got your stilettos? Now let's get back to this episode. So prior to like coaching and doing what I'm doing today, mm-hmm. um, number one, I wish I got clearer sooner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I knew the power of having a coach in my life earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the power of, I know I'm saying more than one thing, but I'm oh, thinking as oh. I'm talking, the power of self-investment. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I agree. Uh, because being, coming from a service-oriented um, posture, growing up, being in ministry, all that service-oriented. So you give, 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 give. Mm-hmm. And then being a woman, and over nurture and then nurture again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so if you, and if that's what's been modeled in your life and then you become that and that's what you do, then you wake up and you're 40 years old and you're like, eh, what happened? Yeah. What am I supposed to be doing? That's how I ended up coaching. Wow. Because I ended up in a transitional state in my life. I had been everything to everybody my entire life. Wow. And um, I woke up one day and realized, okay, I'm 25 years into a marriage. I have two kids that are going to graduate high school. I've been a pastor's wife. I've done all these things. But I was like, but who am I really? Mm-hmm. Because they're leaving now. Right. They're done. They're going to have their lives. And so I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> and so I became in this place of like rediscovery mm-hmm. and reassessing my dream because dreams can be reassessed. Don't miss that step. You don't have to stay stuck in the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did a reassessment of my dream and who I was asking myself those same questions. And it sort of morphed into this whole thing where my, my base became women who were like 40 years old, who were in the same, had been in the same spot. Yeah. You know, now they're in the transitional state. It's like, okay, what's next for my life? Right. And I think I raised my kids. I've had a great career. Right. What's next? What's next? And there's um, something so powerful about like reinvention. Yeah. And, and giving ourselves the grace to be able to reinvent the permission yes. to be able to reinvent, you know, I've never, um, my background in history is working in education and I never could understand how some of these people could teach the same grade even for like 20, 25, 30 years of your career. You have been a kindergarten teacher or a first grade teacher. I'm like, yeah. isn't that boring? You know, after a while, like really? You really love it that much? <laughs> oh, do you love it that much? So, you know, let me ask this because you, one thing you mentioned was a way to get clearer faster. Is there a way to get clearer faster? I think we're offering that today. Okay. I think that we have to 
pay attention to the clues Mm -hmm. and seize opportunities when they come. Mm -hmm. So this podcast is a way to help people get clearer faster. Mm -hmm. If they don't hit the play button, they're going to go by life. If they don't listen to it, if they don't rehearse, if they don't take notes, if they don't apply what they hear, then they'll miss the lesson and they'll have to come back around later on again. So I think that getting God puts these things in our pathway to accelerate our processes, Mm -hmm. to help us make up for lost time. Mm-hmm. And hiring people like you and I and other people in the industry helps them to get clearer faster. Mm-hmm. You don't have to try to figure this thing out on your own. Right. In fact, I recommend that you don't try to do it alone. It's going to take you longer. It's going to be hard. It's going to be more difficult because there are things that we have gone to school for, traversed through mm-hmm. to help you avoid pitfalls that we've already experienced. Yes. Um, I just think that we have to give ourselves grace for change. I'm going to be using that. I love that. Yeah. Um, yes. Give ourselves grace um, for change, for transition, um, and be at peace with where we are now. Know that you are okay where you are. There's no, uh, you're not gonna, you're not, you're not in a place of failure. You're in the right place to move right. forward. How about right. that? Yes. You're in the right place right now to move forward. So you can start getting clarity today. You can start asking yourself some of those, those questions today mm-hmm. to begin to just take those steps because I love. Um, what I say that every small step eventually still leads to your destination. Mm. It doesn't have to be a fast step. I love it. it yeah. It doesn't have to be a run. Yes. It doesn't even have to be a trot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you and I are going to walk to Aruba, you yeah. might get on or go to a river, you might get on a plane and get there in four or five hours. I might take a bus and get there in 20 hours. Some of us might walk and take it and get there in seven days. But guess where we all end up? Right. In Aruba. Aruba. Yes. <laughs> on the beach enjoying life. <laughs> and I need to be okay with that pace mm-hmm. because that's the grace that's been extended to me. Right. Maybe I'm not supposed to be on the plane going to Aruba. Maybe there's some things on a slower paced journey that I need to learn. Mm-hmm. based on who I'm called to serve, mm-hmm. who I'm called to help, right? Mm-hmm. Or my own experiences or however it is. And so I feel like we just need to really embrace that pace of our own race. Like I can't really stress that enough. Yeah. I think that as we're on, on a journey that we often look to the left or the right, <clears throat> see how fast someone else is moving, what business systems they have in place, what platforms they've been on to speak. And we get anxious and we're like, oh, I'm moving too slow. Or, oh, I should have five books by now. Oh, should you really? Right. Or is your pace or is your race assigned a different pace? Yeah, that's good. That's good, Joyce. Product. That's real good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's real good because, you know, we can really get in this comparative state. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, society has created that. Um, social media has created that. You know, I, I tell people all the time, like the the real deals, the, the main deals that people are working Um, I have the opportunity to consult with small and mid-sized businesses and, you know, those deals don't make it to the gram. It's very rare that they do because you have NDAs, you know, non-disclosure agreements. And so you can't go and, and share all of that. And then unfortunately, um, you know, for some people, what they're putting on, on social media is true. But for others, it's not true. And so we've created the, these facades and we start to compare. And that's where that anxiety starts to kick in because we do. We think, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm uh, 20, 30, 40, 60. I'm too, you know, 80. Oh, my gosh, it's too late for me. And in actuality, mm-hmm. no, if you are still upon this earth, if you are still breathing, ladies, hear me on this. 
If you are on this earth, if you are breathing, if God has granted you vision, he is going to give you resource seed in your hand so that that vision can come forward. If he's giving you the vision, he will give you the provision for the resource to come forward, for that dream to come forward. The provision may even look like what Joyce is saying, the two of us, right? Working with coaches, being a coach. We didn't get here by ourselves. You know, we really had to partner with someone. And so, yes, can you go and Google and YouTube it to death? Absolutely. But it working with a coach literally collapses time. It collapses time for you, right? And there are so many things that I learned. I've worked with numerous coaches um, now since I've been in this space. Um, you know, some I've paid more than others and some have been better than others, right? Um, but regardless, every single one of them, I have learned something from. My mom used to say, because, you know, like everyone, you get that one teacher, you're like, oh, I can't stand Miss So-and-so. Right. <laughs> and she would say to me, or Mr. So-and-so, she was like, get what they have to offer and move on. And so it's the same with the various coaches. Like every coach has taken me a step further than my previous coach. I was able to get what they had for me at that time and season. And now I continue to progress and it's no different. I, I think that's a great point to, to bring out. And that really can, that assessment can help with that clarity too. Right. 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 And then so what I'm hearing you say, and we're echoing this, um, is that one thing that we both did was invest. Yes. And I really want us to stress that, mm -hmm. you know, if your child needed a pair of tennis shoes, mm -hmm. you don't spare any expense. You mm -hmm. get them what they want. Most of us will do what we can to buy that extra pair of, you know, Nikes or whatever they mm -hmm. need. And we don't think twice about investing in other people. That's so true. But in order to really uh, bring forth your own vision, you first of all you're worth it mm -hmm. i just tell you all that you're so worth it yes um to invest in yourself the same way you spend money to get your nails done and your hair done that you're going to need to get done another two weeks mm -hmm. <laughs> right you <laughs> can invest in a dream that will build a legacy for a lifetime that will build income for your family that will give you peace of mind will help you fiscally will help you emotionally like you really and you aren't you worth that you're right. worth that Yes. Because you need to be at peace so that you can be better for mm -hmm. your family, be better for what you want to do on the earth, you know, and live longer and have more free time and all the things that you want to do, or even be better on your job. Everyone's not an entrepreneur. And I understand that, right. but even to be better, a better person, mm -hmm. you know, to learn how to manage your emotions, how to lead more effectively, yeah. depending on what field that you're in. But at the end of the day, um, I wanted to say, number one, you need to invest. And number two, Every provision mm -hmm. for the vision starts with a decision. Oh, all right now. Come so on you here. Have to, did I tell you I was a pastor, preacher? preacher? <laughs> well, you're talking um, to a fellow pastor's wife, so I get it. <laughs> you have to make the decision. Mm -hmm. When people come and they, they want to, um, you know, we have the discovery session. As a, you know, as coach, we have these discovery sessions and mm -hmm. all of that. And I'm like, and they start getting into the excuse zone when it comes time to make the investment. Yeah. And I'm like, you haven't decided yet. Mm -hmm. Once you decide that you want to make the investment and make the help, the provision shows up. Yes. I, I said, agree. you just have to start with the yes. And when I put that back in their ball court and they make the decision to say yes, every single time provision shows up. Wow. Yeah. But because you have not said yes to yourself, you have not said yes to expansion. You have not said yes to peace mm -hmm. at the pace that you've been called to function in. Mm -hmm. Then you end up breeding the opposite. 
and you start looking at comparison because what happens is what's in you starts to combat with what you see outside of you. Mm. So your dream that you want to see manifest because it's not growing at the capacity that you see someone else doing it, you got to have this inner war. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't, if you don't have peace um, with the pace that you're called to lead, then you get into big comparison, which we already stated you, which leads to confusion. Yeah. Which leads to calamity. Right, right. Which is really just a disaster. That's all calamity is a disaster and dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And you operating, but it's dysfunctional mm -hmm. or missing pieces. I love the Google search concept because that's something that I did. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure every, every one of us, even if you are like in your nine to five career, um, you know, you're still Googling, like, you know, when you take the position, there might be questions that you have. You're still trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. If someone is in that state of calamity, how can they start to bounce back? How do you bounce back? So I would say it starts with the pause. Mm. So what I think what we do, and I'm not a therapist at all, mm -hmm. but I think what we do is we, our challenge is we continue, we always try to keep moving yeah. in the midst of whatever, mm -hmm. calamity, dysfunction, uncertainty. We just keep moving. Like no one just wants to stop. Like if stopping is a sin and we're just going to be punished if we just stop. Yeah. <laughs> How about you just pause? Right. Breathe deeply, inhale, exhale, reconsider, meditate, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sit in a quiet room. I promise you'll survive quiet. I promise quiet will not kill you, but you have to shut out outside voices, outside noises, because that's the only way you're going to begin to posture yourself to get a place of clarity and enter calmness instead of, you know, calamity and, and frustration and discouragement and confusion and all that. Just stop. Yeah. Pause for the sake of peace. Mm -hmm. Not peace like 70s with the fingers up, right. <laughs> but peace on the inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, reassurance on the inside that, yeah, I still have purpose. I still have vision. I still have goals, but I need to figure out where is my next step. Yeah. And a name may come before you in the middle of that quiet space. Mm -hmm. You may be going across a Google, a uh, Facebook website or something, and a name will come up or an offer will show up. Yeah. Like you don't know because you have not been quiet enough to see it, get the clarity. You, you're clouded and confused by everything else you see and everything else you hear. Mm -hmm. you pause and get quiet. Something about that for me, answers start to appear mm. quiet. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and, you know, um, I like to listen to, um, Courtney L. Sanders podcast, shout out to her. Um, and one of the things she talked about in, um, one of her earlier episodes when she was sharing about her walk, how she became a believer. And she said she went on, um, a fast, but she was also pregnant. So she was like, how am I going to do this fast? And I'm pregnant. You know, the Holy Spirit was calling her to go on this fast. And she said she had her accountability group from her church and the women, um, I'll, I'll make sure if I can link her that episode, I will um, do that because I'm sure I'm probably butchering part of the story, but the women that were in her church encouraged her to go on a, um, why don't you go on a media fast? And as a part of the media fast, because she's, you know, like most of us, you're listening to all these different voices. Right. That's where her clarity really came for her own business and where God was going to be taking her and, right. you know, taking her business. And so I think a lot, you know, you bring up a good point. It's like, 
just find that peace, silence yourself so that that peace can come, you have to be able to, to turn out, turn off the noise, um, turn off the, you know, extenuating voices that are going on around you so that you can really get in that space and pause. So you have to hear, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't pause to hear the instruction, Mm -hmm. how can you start the journey? Mm -hmm. How do you know where to go? How do you know when to stop, when not to stop, who to stop and talk to on the journey, which yeah. phone calls to answer, which one not to answer, which coach to hire, which coach not to hire, which yeah. program to invest in, which one not to invest in. If That's you don't good. sit quiet, you're going to see all those things. Everybody's got a program. Everybody. Come on, we're social media. Everybody's got a program. Nope. It's so many different types of coaches out here, so many different yeah. types of consultants. And I mean, it's just so much television, news, radio. We got them on our phone. Notifications pop up on our phone all day long. Mm. Like, it's just so much coming at us. Right. So if you don't pause to get clear instruction about your, talking about your vision mm-hmm. and your goals and your aspirations, when the answers come, you will be blind to it. You mm. will be deaf to it. You won't be able to hear so it clearly good. or see it clearly. And so I really encourage you to just start with just being quiet. Nice. You don't always have to have the answers. It's okay to be quiet. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and wait to hear the answer. And sit and wait. And and I think you brought up a good point. It's okay if you don't have all the answers. So you know, ladies, I often will say or I'll ask our guests what's one thing that we can do today. I think Joyce hit the nail on the head. It's to pause. It's to take that quiet time and really, you know, all right ask yourself, um, what is the thing that I need to be working on? What is the thing that I can do? Um, And it's going to make all of the difference for you. Joyce, I am so excited that you would join us today. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. I really appreciate it. If the ladies want to get in contact with you, want to, you know, maybe even um, invest in themselves and securing some of your services, how can they do that? How can they, you know, find you and all the things? So you can, the best place is probably my website, which is JoyceGilmer.com, G-I-L-M as in Mary, E-R.com. That's the main hub. Of course, I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, uh, Joyce Gilmer Speaks. So either one of those locations, um, you can find out about what I do in ministry and in business, actually. I also have a network for women in ministry and business outside of the um, coaching and consulting component. I have a ministry network. Um, for those of you that aspire to be in ministry, want mentorship, want sisterhood and all of that. We do teaching and training in there as well. It's the Kingdom Sisters Network. And um, that's available for you as well. Just join us. It's free to join that as well. And yeah, that's it. Those places. Awesome. I'd love to have you. So ladies, I will make sure and put links to all of the ways you can connect with Joyce in the show notes, um, because, you know, you may even want to uh, re-listen to this episode because there's so many action steps in this particular um, conversation that you really have to just take them as nuggets, right? Take the nugget, pause, re, you know, rework it in your journal, and then possibly go back and listen to the next part because they're really, um, this is a very rich conversation. Joyce, thank you again for, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a great time. It's been awesome. So ladies, do you know another lady leader who could use this information on today? Perhaps someone who is ready to activate the dreamer, the dreamer within her. Be sure to like, to share this particular episode with someone else that you know who is ready to take that next step, ready to launch out into the deep. It would really mean the world to me. And if you haven't done so, please consider offering a five-star review so that we 
can continue to bring this dynamic content, these amazing women for another seat at the life at the table. Thanks again for joining. And as I always say, from process to practice, grab your stilettos and let's go. I'll see you soon. Thank you.